Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We speak today to Anthony Viljoen, who's the CEO of Afriten Mining, a AIM-listed uh, tin producer. Now, um, we talked through um, how things have progressed since we last spoke to them in December. Um, they're in their phase one uh, pilot project, he calls it, rather than pro, uh, pilot plant, um, where they're starting, starting to understand the economics. Uh, they're still finessing and trying to get those um, components right. They've also raised a little bit of money recently to kind of sort of see them through and sort of get this uh, phase one project out of the way um, with a view to financing the CapEx uh, towards the end of this year, we're told. So enjoy the podcast. Anthony, how are you doing, sir? Matt, very well, thanks to yourself. Good to see you again. Yeah. And good to see the Crux platform gaining a lot of momentum. I've been following it with, with intrigue since, uh, since our meeting in December last year. Indeed. Yeah, it was December, wasn't it? And thank you very much for saying so. Yes, um, I think you're, you're, a lot of people watched that uh, interview uh, with us. But, um, and how, how are you doing? You're, you're obviously down in South Africa and enjoying the warm weather, are you? Well, no, it's been uh, been incredibly cold, um, but uh, sort of the coldest weather in a decade. But um, you know, we we still got still got a bit of sunshine, and uh, you know, we 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 still locked down, so you know, managed to keep warm. <gasps> Crikey, coldest in a decade. Okay, breaking records. Um, well, it makes me feel better. It makes me feel better that you're not yeah. there, sitting in twenty four degree heat or whatever. Um, Look, why don't we kick off for everyone, give us that one minute elevator pitch and then we can pick it up from there. Okay, so what we've, what we've managed to do since December, um, you know, we've, we've obviously got a massive resource, uh, multi-commodity at this stage, and uh, we've, we've done a lot of work in terms of getting the, the plant up and running, uh, restarting the old mine working operations, and we've been delivering tin. So we, we're one of the few aim listed companies that is actually or junior mining companies that's actually revenue generating and you know getting stronger going into post lockdown okay okay thanks for that um and, get, and we'll get into a bit of, a bit of detail around around some of what you just talked about as well but i think first of all for people most people don't know tin okay it's not a it's not a sexy commodity anthony that's a matter of opinion Matt. that's no, a matter of opinion no i'm telling you, it's not um so, so why don't we kick off and give people some sense of the macro you know what, what does the world of, of tin look like where, who, who are the big players where are the big geographies you know how, and where do you fit in so tin, tins obviously uh, quite usually associated with your sort of tin cups and and tin roofs and you know it's um, it's sort of always had that uh, that connotation. But in modern times, tin has is taken on quite a dramatic uh, impact in in uh, new technologies, and that's as a result of being a key metal in the development of uh, chips. Uh, so your all your microchips, you know your Intel. And and the Apple uh, and Samsung, all, all of those electronic companies uh, uh, produce what they call semiconductors, and that's those semiconductors are, are your key components in in chip manufacturing. So, the industrial use of tin has has is really taken on a new life, and that's in it's having an increasing effect on on new technologies, and. 
a lot of that is is a reason that uh, historically uh, all of all of these uh, technologies use a combination of uh, tin and lead um, as in, in the semiconductors and in the solder used to uh, put all of your green sort of electronic boards together. But obviously, lead is uh, didn't uh, isn't great when you put it to your ear and uh, and uh, put it in your pocket. So. So um, lead was ultimately banned from from these uh, from these components, and and so all of these um, electronics now use just a pure tin-based uh, product in the in the electronics. That that had a huge impact on reinvigorating the, the tin market, and uh, you know uh, the only natural substitute for tin is is actually in fact lead because of its uh, specific um, density. And so, uh, with the, with the world market um, and new technologies being developed, you know, specifically along the lines of your touchscreens, um, electric battery, electric batteries, and I'll get into that into a little bit more detail. Um, uh, you know, as I, as I mentioned, all of your computer boards, uh, uh, all of those silver dots on your computer boards, that's 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 all tin. So, from a demand perspective, uh, you know, we we uh, sort of follow quite closely the semiconductor markets. Now, uh, if, if, you, if you see the changes in the um, consumption of the se in semiconductors, you'll see that the tin, the tin price is very closely correlated with that. And, and if you take a step back even from there, and if you look what the main driver of the semiconductor market is, it's actually it's also very closely correlated to the US, to the US economy. And um, so, and, and that's naturally as a result of, of um, you, you know, uh, uh, you know, as as the economy increases, so you get an increase in uh, consumer uh, spending, and that consumer spending uh, generally translates into buying new phones, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, so from a demand side, it's it's, it's quite it, it, there's there's quite a lot of things, quite a lot of moving parts that are quite interesting. Okay, so. So uh, what we've seen with this whole uh, sort of uh, trade wars and and the um, the uh, the move away from relying on supply chains in China, we're seeing that um, the U.S. is is trying to be less dependent on the Chinese supply chains. So we're seeing quite an interesting shift in the in the world markets, and that's that's just on existing on the existing uh, technologies, and so. So, you know, the, the tin market will ultimately follow the semiconductor market. As new uh, production capacity opens up, um, you, you will see uh, the, the tin price will, will tend to follow that. A big, a big draw card also for the tin market now is the implementation of 5G technology. Uh, you, you know, th that, that means that all of the historic chips and, and what have you, uh, that, that that powered the the, uh, the 4G technology will need to be replaced. So we're going to see uh, what we're anticipating is a, is a is an uptick in in demand. So that's that's on the demand side. So so those are the two main factors that that we we're going to focus on. And you can see that already that's that's starting to to pull through. Um, then the the third element of the demand is the in, is the new technologies. So um, you, you know I, I think we spoke about it a little bit in December, you know um, with regard to lithium ion batteries. Um, so typically, 
uh, your lithium ion batteries use a graphite casing um, that and that uh, sort of supplies a, a charge for a certain amount of time. What they're experimenting with at the moment is using tin as as a as a uh, sort of capsule for your uh, lithium ion batteries. And uh, the the tin actually has the effect of doubling your your lithium ion battery charge. So that's giving that's uh, you know that that will have a huge impact, obviously, if if that technology uh, kicks into into the market, because uh, obviously it, it makes your lithium ion batteries more stable and and last longer. So demand is demand is looking is looking rosy. Okay, then. Then on the supply side, you don't get big deposits of tin in the world. There are only a, there are only a, a sort of a handful. Uh, so China is is the it's got about fifty six percent of of the world's market. Uh, you've got Indonesia that's that's also coming up in in terms of uh, uh, the, probably the, the second biggest. And and then uh, Latin America. Uh, the Latin American mines are are generally uh, sort of slowing down a little bit. Um, the the uh, the mines in in China and and Indonesia are, are subject to sort of environment increased environmental uh, uh, sort of regulations as 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 you see it. And then and then the the two the two. Outliers, I'll call them, is Myanmar and the DRC. Um, you, you know that they've they are they've got a, a, a large sort of um, artisanal uh, operations. Although our, our colleagues in 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 Alphaman have just uh, uh, started up their operations, but what you don't get is, is big deposits of of scale, and that's and so. So what's happened recently, is, is specifically with related to COVID, um, is generally what happens at the beginning of of, of our year, which is uh, sort of the, uh, towards the end of the Chinese New Year. Is there's a restocking of, of inventory. Now what happened is that uh, you know as as the, as the Chinese New Year sort of was completed, they were they were impacted quite severely, obviously by the coronavirus. Um, and then that had a knock-on effect on all other productions. So you know the Indonesians cut production, the um, the Latin Americans cut production. So for, so from the supply side, you, you you had this kind of drain of of uh, of supply that 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 would normally be filtering into the into the market. So you had about seventy percent of the tin world tin production literally shutting overnight for a couple of months when. It should have actually been ramping up to meet the 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 increasing inventories of of of, of the of the Chinese uh, consu uh, consumers at that stage. So we the way I see it, and you know uh, the the way the the tin price has has reacted, I I, I believe or obviously <laughs> in the long term fundamentals, but I see that I, I see a, a pinch point coming in the market um, where. You've you've had the, the sort of uh, this uh, delayed demand, uh, well, sorry, delayed delayed supply coming coming in, and an in, and an increase in demand from uh, from uh, you know this, this new sort of way of of uh, of where supply chains are going. So, and you can see that in the tin price. So 
it, it had an initial sort of quite dramatic fall with with the coronavirus. Um, it, but it, it, out of all the base metals, it was it, it was the best best performing. Not that that, that it means anything, but but it held its value. And you know that means that that there is a that there is a base point in our, in my view in the market in terms of a, in terms of what what the the, the minimum amount uh, of what what the minimum price is per per production ton of tin. So I, I think that we we sort of hit the bottom and we've uh, we've rebounded quite nicely. And uh, you know all of our colleagues in, in the industry um, in the in the International Tin Association are all quite bullish that that you know that sort of delayed the restocking of inventory will will ha- will have to kick in at some stage. So we 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 still quietly bullish about when that pinch point will arrive, what levels we'll get to, and you know hopefully that as as things open up a little bit more towards the, the second half of the year. We'll be very well placed, got, you know, in production. One of the one of the few new tin assets in the world in production, uh, and hopefully in an increasing price environment. Okay, supply demand thoroughly explained by you. It's but the question, the, the kind of bit of what I want to understand is the size of the market. It's about three hundred fifty thousand tons uh, a year. Yes. Um, you're hoping to, and I know you're doing your. The pilot plant, and you are producing, and you've got some revenues. But you know, the, the main players being China or Asia, um, they're going to have a say in this, aren't they? Aren't, can't they just kind of switch up their production to meet this temporary increase in demand? Look, there, there will be an element of that, but um, you know, the the, the current world uh, market has has been in a in a deficit and remains in a deficit. Uh, you know, a lot of where they switch the demand on is is not s- sort of sustainable necessarily in the in the long term. So you know, you do get uh, uh, although you are going to get some increase into the market, it's there's there's just there's literally not enough kind of I call it industrial scale mining to meet that deficit, and that's and that's where where we fill the gap is we're built we're bringing back on stream one of the biggest open cast tin mines in the world okay i'd also like to say for the first time ever when we've done a video the dog barking isn't mine so uh, <laughs> needs to be pointed out it's always my dog yeah, yeah yeah always okay what what a lot of companies do is they try and um, map their future success to the growth of the ev battery market automotive or otherwise whether it be um um, you know the lithium-ion um, or, or or other. That's just early stage at the moment, isn't it? There's no, there's no you're not you're not pinning your hopes on you know the EV revolution no. changing the fortune of your company, are you? So so and, and that's the nice thing about a, a metal like tin is that its its underlying uh, use is is a widespread industrial uh, use basically. So you know. Uh, we're not we're not depending or putting our hopes on on an on a future upside you know we are supplying into a into a sort of constrained environment where the where there is a natural deficit so you know it's it's uh, we are you know uh, uh, the, the 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 battery market is is exciting and it's and it's and a definite upside but 
uh, you know, it's we focus on the fundamentals first and foremost, and uh, you know the, the the upside when it when it happens, we just go along for the ride. Okay, why don't we talk about how things have progressed since we spoke in December? Year at the time we're talking about a phase one pilot plant um, and getting that you know, up up and running. So, what's been happening in the last seven months? Apart from, apart from the most bizarre situation uh, ever in, we'll, 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 talk, we'll talk we'll talk about COVID and so forth. But I'm talking about years yeah, yeah. years and organisation. Okay? No, so, yeah. So so look, our, our we've got the plant up and running. Uh, our phase our phase one plant, and when when we call it uh, so we call it a phase one pilot project. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's not so our, our initial our initial pilot plant was a small test plant. But what we wanted to build was something of of scale, um, so you know that that was comparable to the historic operations and uh, pro- provided a hypothesis for a commercial operation. And that's and that's what we've what we've done uh, to date. Uh, we've we've been in a ramp. We were just about in the ramp up phase uh, when we spoke in December. And we were going to start accelerating that. Uh, there were a few bottlenecks and optimizations to the plant, and I'll get to that a, a little bit later. That that we were in the process of implementing, and then uh, you know things sh- shut down uh, literally overnight, and you know our suppliers shut the factories and and what have you, and uh, you know we couldn't travel backward and forward. But you, you know we we managed, and it was also a, a lockdown in Namibia where we had. Re- uh, shut the pit, um, but we, we we managed to continue operating. And you, you know what, our view at the time was: look, you know, we we've got to do what, whatever it takes to to keep going um, in terms of the ramp up, and uh, you know, get to the other side uh, and come out on the other end producing revenues and 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 shipping tin. So so where we are, we we've achieved the latter, the former. We are still uh, completing a, a few uh, modifications to the plant, and those and, uh, and those modifications will hopefully be completed in the next uh, two to three months. So, and is that in the form of what a scoping study, or I mean, what are you actually doing there? No, no. So we we actually um, making it, making adjustments to the plant. So the plant's it's a, it's a fully operational plant, and what we're doing is we we're looking at at at, deep, at areas of deep bottlenecking. So. So look, um, essentially, what 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 we've got, and just in terms of the plant itself, uh, I, I often use the analogy that it's like a, a Formula One race car. Okay, so so there's there's two elements to uh, make to winning a race in a Formula One race car. It's you've got your engine, and you've got to tweak you've got to tweak that tweak that engine to get you know the the flow of fuel right and and you know the, the maximum uh, performance out of out of the engine and then you've got your aerodynamics in terms of of how, how the how the um, the car reacts uh, going around the circuit okay so so what we've got is a, a gravity based circuit which is very much like a formula like a formula one car in terms of mechanics okay so so you've got the front end, which is your crashing circuit, um, and then and then you've got your your concentrating uh, circuit, which is which is like a, your aerodynamics. So so we've we've built the plant, okay, and uh, the plants the plants operating. But now 
what we're doing is is we we making little tweaks uh, in terms of the, the crashing circuit and the concentrating circuits, so that they so that they all balanced and stable, and then we can start rushing all rushing all through the through the plant. It's it's not like a like a gold plant where we rely on the, you know a, a leaching process or a, a chemical plant like vanadium where, where we rely on on a also a chemical process uh, and, and a roasting uh, process. So this is all about gravity and all about moving as ma as many tons as possible through the plant as efficiently as possible. Okay, so t talk to me about some of those numbers. You've been you've been at it. You've been tweaking and, and perfecting this. So what are the sorts of numbers coming out of this? And, and the other thing, by the way, you, you know, you talked last time about tantalum and lithium and so forth. And you know, yes. can you talk to me about how they they're factored into what you now know? Okay, so so look. This this resource that that, that we identified was was a historic resource. So we did a confirmatory drilling program, and we found that that the that the pits contained a, a one of one of the biggest uh, um, open cast tin mines in the, in the currently in the world by inventory in the listed sort of uh, mining space, and that and we declared that resource um, based on on the historic data. We did some down down uh, dip drilling, and uh, you know, as, as I mentioned uh, in in my interview in December, you know, what we've uncovered is an absolute behemoth because that the, these pits were were only two out of um, another twelve different pits that, that that were operated, and then outside of that, within our mining license area, there's still another hundred and eighty pegmatites that that are that are uh, uh, potential pits. So, just you know. So essentially, what we've got here is just a huge resource that can be mined for literally hundreds, hundreds of years. You know, as as we as we go and, and systematically uh, drill it out. Okay, so so the, so what the whole sort of uh, what what we what we wanted to sort of uh, um, focus on was was the throughput of the plant. So so the, the whole key to this is moving. As much rock as efficiently as as possible through a plant, okay, and as, that goes back to my sort of Formula One uh, a, a car an analogy. So, so we've got a we've got a huge amount of rock that needs to be moved <coughs> as efficiently as possible. So, so in the pilot plant, we've come up with a nameplate capacity of of what we believe we can we can achieve. And as I said, the, the two components of that is is throughput, the engine. And recoveries, the the aerodynamics, call it. Okay, so 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 what we what we focused on now is is getting getting the throughput of the of the plant up, and then and then uh, focusing on the recoveries, and then what in addition to that we've we've worked out that that with a few more tweaks. So at the back end of the circuit, we can increase the, the throughput. Uh, sorry, we can increase the re recoveries. And also at at the front end of the circuit, we can increase the um, the, the throughput. And, and what that what that gives us is is a very efficient sort of processor of of uh, of, of ore basically. Okay. And so 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 it's what what we're focusing on is debottlenecking those elements is throughput and recovery. And 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 that that will obviously increase our profitability to the extent that phase one will could be on itself a standalone project. You know, I mean, 
some of the numbers we released, you know, would would justify this as as uh, you know a, a, a standalone uh, sort of uh, li listed project, uh, you know, with a pretty pretty healthy IRR and a decent NPV, you know, the, all all the great stuff. And the difference being that it's not on paper or in an Excel spreadsheet; it's actually operational. Okay, so. So that so that's on the and that's on the tin side specifically. Then, uh, with the uh, with the tantalite and, and the and the lithium, and uh, I will I'll make reference to the the bulletin boards. Uh, you know, uh, the guys had had some very pertinent questions, um, and so 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 with with those elements uh, historically those those were never mined. So, and there was not a lot of historical information in terms of, obviously, uh, firstly, that they, that they existed, that lithium didn't be used back in the 80s, and, uh, and they, they didn't really extract the, the, the tantalum. So, so, what, so what, we've, what, what we've done is uh, we've identified that they exist uh, and we've declared a resource on that. And, and we, we're busy doing a lot of, a lot of test work. Um, on the on those elements now, uh, what we what we are still working on is is once again you know what the what the right extraction method will will be for each of those. Uh, we uh, so um, with with the tantalite for instance, uh, you know we we identified that uh, ten percent of of every ton is 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 uh, is tantalite. So. What happens is uh, the tin occurs in a crystal called cassiterite, and that cassiterite is is intergrown with another crystal of, of of tantalite, basically. So, so we're getting good extraction of of that of that sort of crystal conglomeration, and that's and that's that's all very dense and reporting as as a concentrate. Then we've got a magnetic separator that that separates the that separates the tantalite from the from the tin, and so and so we get two different revenue streams. But that, but what we're finding is that is that some of the liberation of the of the tantalite is is not is not working as efficiently with with the magnetic separator as 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 we had intended. So so the so the recoveries of that ten percent are actually a little lower. So what we're looking to what we're looking to do now is 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 add a little mill at the end um, to mill down that that concentrate into into a finer fraction, and that 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 will uh, that will liberate the the tantalite, and then then we can run that over a magnetic separator, and that will liberate the the, the tantalite and, and move our, our recovery up to uh, up uh, uh, up to sort of closer on on ten percent. So I think that answers. The, a question on the tantalite. So there is a bit of work that's still that, that that we are just you know a little bit of test work in terms of what the right right magnetic intensity you know the right gas uh, is for to to extract that and what what fraction we have to we have to crush the we, we have to build the the final concentrate down. And then on the lithium side, so so the, the lithium extraction uh, so essentially. Uh, what happens is all the heavier minerals, the cassiterite and the, uh, and the uh, tantalite, go uh, go towards the, the concentrate, and all the lighter, the, the micas and the uh, feldspars go um, go off into into the waste. But 
associated with that is obviously our, our lithium. So, so we at, concurrently to the tantalite, we're also doing some lithium test work in, in terms of how we can take that waste stream, reprocess that, and and produce a, a petalite concentrate that, that 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 we'll look to sell initially, but you know there's there are options for uh looking long term uh, longer term at at a, at a lithium carbonate product so so we are we are doing a lot of work on those um there, there will be we, we will be reporting on on those results hopefully uh, fairly shortly obviously the labs have been closed uh, so we haven't been able to get get as the results as as quickly as we wanted them but but that there are starting to to produce the results that we are, are, are we're hoping for put it that way okay so look this sounds very much like a pilot project you're still you know t- turning knobs and pressing buttons to kind of perfect the process uh, I, I get I get that the and you've answered the uh, uh, tantalite question um, extremely, extremely thoroughly the the and it will be a meaningful contributor if you can get it up to that back up to that 10% number because then you indicated it would gone down to about five right lithium now I know that's a byproduct as part of the process but the lithium market's dead and will be for some time it, it it feels like so is that is that a big part of your plans in terms of your spend no so not, not really so uh, you, you know the the incremental cost uh, i think that that we, we worked out would be be about probably an extra 10 percent on terms in terms of the plant and that's the nice thing about a multi-commodity uh plant is is that you're not you're not sort of uh although tin is is by far the the, the main one and uh, what the byproducts initially allow us to do is bring down the C1 costs of, of, of tin. So it, it pushes your effective grade up uh, of, of, of tin uh, so in, in a very crude way, okay? But with the, with the, um, the, the lithium, so it's a, it isn't a light to a product, but it's, it's, it's a petalite and uh, you know, you, you get a whole range of different uh, lithium elements. Um, so. So the, the petalite concentrate typically will go into your your ceramics and your your glass glassware. So it's a, it's a it's a very different, very niche market. There's 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 very few producers, I think, in in the world at the moment. Um, and there's there's it's, it's a there very there are a couple of 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 off takers really that have that have approached us. Um, for that, for that, uh, that, uh, that uh, uh, petalite, for that concentrate, and uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it is it, it is a low iron spec, uh, which means that it that it is a saleable concentrate. So as, that we've that we've identified already. So so you know, we're really qu- moving quite far ahead in terms of in terms of monetize, monetizing that. So the lithium is is a it is an exciting upside. Uh, I mean, the, it's the resource that we've got is significant. I mean, it is one of the biggest hard rock lithium resources in the world. And bear in mind that that uh, the cost of extracting lithium uh, from hard rock generally uh, sinks a lot of lithium projects. Um, and you know, but because we are sort of as once again multi commodity. It, it gives us uh, a, a lot of options in terms of 
how we market the product uh, going forward. Okay, talk to me about money. You raised some money in May, two million. It's a loan, ten percent, twelve month term, quite expensive. Why did you do it that way? So look, we've got we've uh, we've got a lot of uh, really good. Uh, sort of uh, investors, uh, you know, that, that have that have bought into the story at an early stage. Um, there, a lot of the, the guys have, uh, you know, come across from uh, from Bushveld, and uh, which was one of our, uh, which I was a founder of. Um, you know, so so they 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 believe in the story, and you know, they they are obviously uh, wanting to avoid, uh, you know, dilution as as are we. And so, you know, uh, because of the unexpected sort of COVID um, period, uh, you know, we, we, we thought we'd bolster our balance sheets a, a little bit. And, you know, the, the shareholders have, have uh, helped us at, at, at every step of the way. So, you know, it's, 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 it's helped us out. Um, it, you know, we've got to the other side. We are, we are sort of looking at ways in, in which we, we, you know, we can refinance it. Uh, you know, we're speaking to a, a lot of uh, financing institutions in Namibia that have also been very supportive, I might add, and and are continuing their support and are, are, are you know, talking about, ex, you know, assisting with the expansion of the plant. So, so we are looking at different different options of that. Uh, obviously, you know, we want to have as little debt as possible and have as clean a balance sheet as possible and you know we will we'll do we'll do what's in the best interest of the shareholders on that what's your debt position total debt position at the moment then so it's it's uh, one it's about two million pounds um and then then we've got the um we've got a convertible loan note out that that's attributable in in terms of equity so it's 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 about it's about two million pounds Right, but with the convert, that's due what next year, is it? Next year, yeah. And the loan you've just done is also next year, so you, you're going to need to, well, you're going to need to either refinance the whole thing. Um, do you think you're going to be able to do that? Do you think that you're going to be adva- advanced enough? Revenues are going to be coming in. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you know, as I said, we I, I believe we we into a new. Into a new phase in the company, um, you know the, the the cash flows, the free cash flows are are healthy. Uh, you know, as as uh, things ramp up and as tin price uh, increases, uh, you know the, the we, we I think we'll be in a in a much better, much healthier position as as we go forward. Um, it, but it's also worth highlighting uh, that some of the guys on the converts are tin traders, um, and that they they view of of coming in was not so much to take equity was it was more uh to to uh, you know get a foothold in terms of uh be, being exposed to to the, the underlying um tin concentrate so 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 you know the, the the people that have that are that are in this are existing shareholders and uh, and traders that 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 are looking to participate uh, more, more in terms of the the longer term uh, 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 access to the offtake. So you're not at all worried about the convert or the loan. You think you'll you'll be able to deal with that next year yes, when it's due, right? 
Absolutely, yeah. Okay, and you said that when, when the tin price goes up, so you're, you're forecasting tin price going up by the sounds of it. Yes. Was that wishful no, well, thinking? Yeah. What do you know? Okay, so look, I've, I've told you about, my, about the pinch point. So, you know, we saw a similar thing uh, with the vanadium market. You know, when, when you have, in these minor metals, it's not like gold, uh, you know, where, where you can just source uh, gold from, from a, a number of different mines and the big majors can, can turn up production. When you get a when you get this massive kind of uh, sort of uh, turn off in supply, um, you know it creates it creates a gap. Okay, a def- uh, and uh, you know we 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 saw we saw similar uh, occurrence in the, the vanadium market, although we didn't we never anticipated it would be as dramatic. But there's de- there's definitely a pinch point uh, developing in the tin market, and it's it's difficult to to explain to people that that aren't in the tin market that that that, that you, you know you can see all the fundamentals build, building up and you know there's there's not a lot of there's not a lot of supply that can that can make up that that deficit so so th- there is something going to happen uh it, it is already you know the, the fact that it's that it's retained a, a decent level in, in its value Means that it means that it, it's, there's already something uh, happening in the background. It's it's come up. Uh, the tin prices performed quite well in in recent weeks and, and continues to do so. So you, you know, I, I, uh, uh, the tin price. It's I've, I've followed it for the better part of it of a decade plus. So you know, we 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 we've seen these these things. I'll, just as an example, at the end of the. The global financial crisis, so a similar scenario happened uh, where the where you had a and I don't know if it is attributable to the global financial crisis, but there was the, 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 you, you had a shut off in supply, and the tin price dropped dramatically, and then um, and then on the back of that went up to thirty three thousand dollars a ton. Okay, so 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 you know it does happen. It has happened in the past. Whether it you know I, I don't believe anyone can predict uh, commodity prices but we we, we we're pretty confident that that uh, there will be an uptick in the price okay this two million um, loan two million pound loan um, what was it used for I know it was during the period of COVID you said it's to get you through to the other side but is it, has any of it gone into the project or was it literally just paying salaries no 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 all, all gone into the project so basically uh, to to do the the debottlenecking um, you know, as I said, we, we were we we were slowed down by the suppliers, um, and so so we we kind of had like a, a little gap where we we couldn't uh, you know get anything. So so that that's gone all into the debottlenecking, and the, the the two main areas of the debottlenecking, and I, I, if if I if I can just explain to you a little bit. So so what 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 happened is when we started mining um, the the the, the amount of fine material was a lot higher than than, than what we had than what we had initially planned for, and that and that we don't know yet if that was just because we we're going through the weathered zone or whether uh, we, we're blasting. So so we're doing a bit of work around around the actual pit at the moment in terms of in terms of that fine material. But what but we because we're in a in in a uh, water conscious area, I'll call it. Um, we have to recycle all of our water. So, so 
essentially we the the back end of the the circuit was was being clogged up by all the all the spines material so we just had to expand the, the back end of that material and already um so the it's the grits and the slimes that 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 we are that we basically reprocessing so we don't have a slimes dam um so we recycle 80 percent of our water so that that uh, for crudely call it the toilet of the circuit wasn't working optimally so 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 we we've we reconfigured that and and that that's been the main work focus um over the uh, over this period and that's what that mostly what that uh, facility's gone, gone okay into. have you been cutting costs during this period yes yeah we we've we're very cost conscious okay so and it's it's you know the, the times like these are, are actually uh, it's it's quite good uh, f- from an operator's point of view because it, it you get to uh, really critically evaluate your cost base you know quite substantially and uh, you know we've put a lot of emphasis on on maintaining costs uh, so you know this this has given us the, the right sort of period to to actually focus um, you know, on on our unit costs, and and it's it's actually starting to really filter through in in the operations, and and there's there's a lot more consciousness on, on the in the operating crew uh, um, in terms of managing costs. Okay, um, let me let me just just stay on this um, pilot project component. Yes. Okay, how much more new money are you going to need to raise any new money to complete this phase one? We've put an amount of, of between twenty and thirty million dollars, but but that's but that's to that's not to get into nameplate production. Okay, that's that's basically to to push up your your throughput and your and your and your recoveries and add in your byproduct uh, streams, specifically your lithium. Okay, so we've we've stated that in our in our release, but. Uh, it's it's not uh, they're not going to be equity costs. Okay, so that, you know once once that project is defined, uh, it will be put into a, a feasibility study, and we're really uh, you know in, into a bankable document, call it, and and uh, you know the, the the benefits of of those additions uh, can can clearly be translated into into uh, re- re- direct revenue. So. So we are speaking already with the banks on that, um, in terms of financing each of those each of those different components. So you know we, we but as I mentioned earlier, phase one will be a standalone operation. So it, it won't it won't it won't affect how we how we finance the company, uh, and you know it, it will be able to generate its own its own revenues, um, and, and make. Quite a significant impact in those in those revenues from a free cash flow perspective. Right, and um, what's the timing and all of that? So we we wanted to do that with in the next sort of uh, uh, six months or so. Uh, and obviously, obviously, uh, you know, the, the timelines are an issue. Uh, it's it, 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 they have been an issue. Uh, it's it's not, not, not nothing goes uh, uh, straight according to plan, but you know and. We, uh, why I say it's an issue it's because we don't know what's going to happen in the world uh, what else 2020 can throw at us um, so so you know but but conservatively it would probably be six months but if all goes according to plan it could be two to three months okay and and so are you at all concerned about the the current lack of ability to recover at the rates that you'd hoped no not at all 
Why? No, so because it's uh, the the so so we the, the whole reason behind not being able to recover was was that we just couldn't uh, get uh, flow through the the circuit. So um, because of the the, the back end. So uh, you know already now we've implemented the grits uh, the grits um, dewatering part of the circuit, and it's it's had a it's had a massive step change. Uh, the, once we've once we've completed the slimes part of the circuit, uh, you know that that's that's not going to be uh, an an issue whatsoever. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I'm not 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 com not concerned with that at all. Okay, you don't talk to the market very much, judging by your website. Why? Yeah, no. let's look. It's been been a, a quiet a quiet period, and and uh, and you know it's it's. Uh, our focus has been on on just getting things uh, operating, and, and I know I, I know it frustrates a lot of a lot of the the, the guys and the, the bulletin boards and, and the retail side of the market. But you know now we've we, uh, the, the 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 key focus in the last couple of months was was just getting through getting through the period. Um, but we through that now, and you. We're going to we're going to be stepping up quite dramatically our uh, investor relations. Look, we, we've got a great story to crow about now. We've we made it to the other side. We're producing revenues. Uh, you know, we are the only tin pure play tin listed company on AIM with with the benefit of of byproducts. You know, what's 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 not not to not to be happy about? What about the uh, VAT uh, rebate? Have you, have you gone on that? No, so that's that's all sorted now. So essentially, they look. There was a there was a delay, and uh, you, you know there has there has been a sort of a, a delay with with VAT payments, but uh, but what we've got now is um, so in in addition to the the government sort of you know making the, making those uh, payments regularly, uh, we've also got a, a VAT facility uh, uh, with with our our local bank. So, so it, it's it works it works quite nicely. When there is a delay, we can draw down on that facility, and it, it covers it covers our VAT. So, so it's it's um, it's there's no no issues anymore with with the VAT. Okay, phase phase one. You kind of give us a sense of the timing there, and you said that's possibly even a standalone project in its own right, based yeah. on the numbers that you, yeah. you you think will will be produced, right? And we'll know yeah. more over the coming months because you're going to talk to the market more. Um, phase two. What is phase two? Phase 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 two is where where where, where dreams come true. <laughs> so it's uh, no so so look. I mean the, the the key thing to every mining company is is uh, is is your resource. Okay, and uh, there's very few very very seldom in life do you get an opportunity to mine a resource of this scale. Okay, so, so you know, we need to do do this resource justice, and and uh, you know, where we are at the moment. Okay, so so phase one, potentially a hundred million pound uh, NPV. Phase two, we can go as big as we like. You know, it, the, our, our our constraints would probably be we need to upgrade some inf infrastructure, but from a resource perspective. You know, it's it's all there. It's very consistent. The grades consistent. There's there's multiple 
different pegmatite bodies that that, that we can start uh, uh, um, mining on, not only on the on the V1, V2 pit. So, so there, there's there's, but obviously that that will will take a, a little bit of work. We've done we've we've made we've made some some hard yards in terms of of the the studies for phase two. Um, obviously slowed down a little bit, focusing just on, on, on a few things of getting getting the pilot plant up and running. But we are already engaged with with some long-term financiers that want to basically take the take the whole uh, project forward in terms of uh, uh, financing the whole of phase two. They've been engaged for for, for quite some time now. They obviously f following the developments of phase one quite closely because that this is going to be sort of a, a miniature version of of what's going to be the the, the, the grand scale. So, so we, we we are we are already working quite quite hard on on phase on phase two. Uh, there, there's the, the two things are obviously the studies and and the financing. So, uh, you you know we we would want to make sure that we could seamlessly. Uh, transition in, into that into that phase phase two study once once we've achieved the the the, the, the objectives that, that we need to for the for the long-term financing and once again you know we we uh, mentioned it before we're very stingy with our equity we don't we don't want this to be you know to for the for the retail guys to to think that there's a, a you know there's massive dilutions coming along you know we, we've we've been in we've been in the in the mining game for the better part of two decades uh you know we, we understand that you you know you've, you've you've got to build value for for your shareholders and um and, and that's and that's what we'll look to do when we, when we complete the financing for for phase two as well anthony thanks very much good run through matt enjoyed it yeah thanks very much good, great to catch up with you again and uh you know as as we ramp up our uh, investor relations uh, we hope hopefully be speaking more to you i, I know you speak to to a, a, a mate of mine brandon monroe quite a bit and uh, just a, just a little uh, anecdote is that um his great grandfather actually acquired uh, the the Uis project back in in the 1940s uh, his, his name was angus angus monroe so so we we, we often often talk about uh, why he's in uranium and not in tin. <laughs> that is, that's a great, great anecdote. I'm writing that down. Angus Monroe. There we go. A kilt-wearing yeah. Scotsman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. uh, thanks again. Do stay in touch. Pick up the phone when there's something interesting to say. And uh, it would be, be a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks, mate. All the best. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast? or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.